It's Friday night, guys, and it's Havoc Bliss After Dark. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's that time again. It's Friday night. This isn't for the faint of heart. This is for us adults. So if you're a little kid, get the fuck out of here. No, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But for real, as you can see over there, this is Havoc Bliss After Dark. Oh yeah, so we got a good show for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking about a, quite a few things. I might get stuck on a rant, so the list we may not be able to get through everything today. But I'm going to be talking about the universal consciousness. Um, maybe we'll touch back on the BDSM, I'm not sure. Uh, the clockwork L's that you get to see when you're on DMT. What goes bump in the night. Healthy eating, more BS. And the power of your mind Poosh. it's gonna be a good one good one today oh yeah how's your guys' week going my week has gone fantabulous little go-go juice drinking out of my jack skeleton mug oh yeah so without further ado let's get into it everybody let's get into it Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh yeah, let's turn this fucking music off. So the first thing that I want to talk about a little bit before we get into too much of it. Just a second, I forgot to do something. Oh yeah. Let's get some of that background lighting so my green screen actually works good. Boom, boom, boom. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about tonight is the power of your mind you're gonna be like well i already know my mind is powerful yes yes it is and that's good that you know that however there's one thing that you may not know or if you do know you don't realize and that is the actual power that you have if you look at the title of my stream it says your mind's is jail now i chose to put this on there for very specific reason and this goes in with uh, a couple of the topics that i'm going to be talking about tonight so one of them is the power of your mind and why instead of being this amazing thing that will let you experience life in all of its greatness how your mind become can become transformly it's quilbert ayo thanks for stopping in we getting into the topics already so like i was saying your brain is this amazing thing now your brain and your mind are two different things i know people are going to argue that i get it however they are two different things your brain is the, the thing that looks like a chewed up bubble gum that's inside your skull. Okay? Your mind is the thing that occupies the space in between reality and non-reality. This is not definition. Ooh, a raccoon. This is not definition. This is just my interpretation of what I think it is. Okay? So, for me, your mind and your brain are two separate entities. But, oh yeah, happy Pride Month to you too. Hmm. 
Almost forgot about that. It's good. We got to bring awareness to some of that stuff because it, that is a big topic. And, you know, maybe we'll touch on it a little bit tonight. So your mind and your brain are two totally, totally separate things. But at the same time, one could not exist without the other in this format. Now, I'm going to say that like that because I, I fully believe that when we pass or when we die, this body dies. So think of this body as like a vessel, okay? So this is the container for your energy. Uh, Christians call it your soul. Um, you know, a lot of other religions call it your soul. We'll call it your energy. So the energy that is trapped within this vessel, the vessel dies and crumbles away, correct? So then when that happens, you, which is your mind or the energy that makes up the power that forms your mind and powers your brain and moves your body, goes back up to where it came so uh, as you know energy can either cannot be created or destroyed but you're like they create energy no 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 all they do is unleash energy and they transform energy from one type to another but as we speak right now we cannot destroy it or we can create it but it's not really creation because the energy is there but we're just using different versions of energy to turn it into the energy that we want. Okay, so that's the basics. I just wanted to explain that quick. So when we're born, our brain's like a little tiny sponge, okay? Our mind is a blank sheet for the most part. I do believe that when we are first coming into this world, we are still very much connected to this universal consciousness that uh, Carl Jung and a lot of the other psychologists have talked about and some scientists now talk about. Einstein has talked about it, uh, talked about it when he was coming up. Um, Nikolai Tesla talked about it as well. A lot of the great inventors that we know uh, in this day and age talk about it because I believe it's a real thing. So when we we're first born, I believe we have this very strong connection to it. The, there's only a, a drawback is that we can't talk because we're, we're a fucking baby. Okay. So as we grow, um, unless that connection is nurtured, i.e. your parents uh, teach you about it, they teach you about the flow of energy, but you know, they break it down so you can you understand it, right? That is the only way that I believe that that connection uh, stays there. If they don't, like most parents don't, because a lot of people will face it, like a lot of people don't fucking believe in it. So what they do is they teach you about all these other things, right? So you learn, you know, you learn how to walk, you learn how to talk, which don't get me wrong, is very, very important. But over time, that connection to that consciousness that is up there. So... The one thing I will say and why this universal consciousness is important is the universal consciousness is everything that is known in the universe is there. Past, present, and the future is all collected there. That's why it's called the universal consciousness. So when you have the power to tap into it, you literally have the knowledge of the universe here. And I know you're like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, so when we'll start with uh, Nikolai Tesla. 
most of his inventions, he said, were not his own. He would get, he would come and get these grand, extravagant ideas and make these inventions when he was meditating. He said when he was meditating, beings would come talk to him and they'd give him ideas and they would tell him that he needs to make this for humanity. All right, so this is what's going on. So that's what happened. He did that, okay? Awesome, sweet, that's dope. But nobody really asked, like, okay, what the fuck's this universal consciousness? They just said that, okay, well, maybe he's just admitted his meditative, his meditative thought process. He thinks that, but it's really just coming from him because he's so fucking smart. Okay, so there's one instant. Albert Einstein also said that one day when he was meditating in his chair, because he used to meditate all the time, I highly encourage you, if you don't meditate, that you try to get your brain and your mind to vibrate at a higher frequency and you'll be surprised the things that will come to you. Anyways, he said he was sitting in his chair, uh, sipping coffee, doing his doing his meditation. During his meditation, a being or a voice came to him and gave him the E equals MC squared. Now think about this for a second. The man that we would say, you know, one of the smartest men of our time or in this recent decades or history who did the e equals mc squared which is you know what what makes like physics the atom bomb and everything possible flat out said that this is not my idea i was given this idea by a being or beings while in a med meditative trance um once again people are like okay so people started digging into it and decided what are you talking about and as over time, there's been a couple and like early psychologists talked about, like Carl Jung was one of the first ones to talk about it. He was talking about how the universal consciousness is this consciousness that's think of it like uh, the Internet. OK, so you have a computer. Everybody who has a computer can tap into this tap in and we can Google shit. Right. So that is our like our synthetic universal consciousness is we made it. We made it a real thing. Congratulations, everybody. Now you can know everything that we've known and that we know at this time. So think of it like that, but then you have to add another layer in there. So instead of not only knowing the past and the present, if you are able to tap into this universal consciousness, you can know what's going to happen in the future. And you're like, oh, that's fucking crazy talk. Okay, so you get people who do... Uh, remote viewing and they see pictures and images and videos like in their brain okay so picture like close your eyes and then imagine you walking down the street okay if we both do that right now i can i can pretty clearly you know pick a road make up a road and walk down it in my mind okay yeah what the fuck it for real so you close your eyes so if you want to, you can do this. So close your eyes and walk down this street. It doesn't matter what the hell it looks like. Just make sure it's date. It could be nighttime too. Just don't freak yourself out. So you walk down the street, right? Boom. That's your brain making up this event. Okay. So people who can remote view, they meditate and they get their they get their brain in a certain a certain like mindset, okay? So it's like the mindset uh when you like meditate and you actually meditate. Um, your thoughts and your consciousness like operates differently because you like, okay, no, but you could still see some of it, right? 
And and that's a that's a lot of the problem nowadays is people can't calm their mind enough to be able to do some of these amazing things. But with practice, I think that this universal consciousness is a real thing because they keep they keep talking about it. Hell, the CIA did studies with people and taught people. They took people in and trained them in the most thing um, of remote viewing. And the scary thing about that is, is some of those guys that were in that thing or in that program were able to locate enemy bases like in Russia and China through remote viewing. And then they later confirmed that what these guys were saying was actually legit. Like they went there, they got the coordinates from these guys who meditated and said, hey, this is the exact coordinates for this base. And then they went there. They flew like a, a Thunderhawk or whatever, a black, I, I can't remember what it's called. But they flew a spy plane over there to the coordinates just to see. And guess what? They were fucking there. There was, like, there was a base there. And these people had never went there. So the only explanation is... The only explanation would be what? That they saw this. They saw this in their mind. And someone gave them. Or something gave them the ability to see what the fuck they were looking at. And it was right. It was like 100% right. Ooh, I don't like that. Let me, let me, let me. Scoot this over just a tad. How's that look? Let me know. Okay. So. And then, Hubert, what you're talking about is, oh my God, this is terrible. This is terrible. There we go. Hydrate, 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 hydrate. I didn't get this background the right way. Okay, so, Hubert, what you're talking about is you are talking about uh, lucid dreaming. So lucid dreaming is another form, is another thing that you can do when your brain is operating at a different frequency. Yeah, stream troubles, exactly right. I have this white line that is not going away. And that's because I I think I set it up wrong. Let me see if I can fix it quick without crashing anything. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. There. I fixed it. Yay, I did it. Okay, anyways. Yeah, I just made it wider. How's that? 
There, that's better. I can only see a little bit. I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay, so what you're talking about when you dream and you can control, like I was saying, is lucid dreaming. Everybody has the ability to do that, whether you believe it or not. And everybody does, does do it to a certain extent. Um, no, you can stream from your phone. You just got to make sure that your Wi-Fi and everything like that is good, okay? But everybody does it, and, and, and here's where I'm going to prove it, guys. So, next time you have a dream that's in full fucking color, thank you, full color, you know what I mean? So, when you have a dream that's in full color, try to do something. Because when you have a dream that's in full color, it's no longer a regular dream. It's like the beginning stages of lucid dreaming. And this is going to be hard because most people watch their dream as if it were a movie that they can't control. Like you could hit stop at any time because you could try to wake up, you know. But even that feeling like, oh shit, I got to wake up. I got to fucking get up. Is you controlling part of your dream because you realize like, hey... I need to get the fuck up because this shit is scaring the shit out of me. You know what I mean? So that in itself, doo, 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 that in itself is lucid dreaming at its most like most basic fucking thing. So next time you guys go to sleep and you have a colored dream, think if you can. All right, a lot of people can't do this, but if you can, think about uh, doing something other than what the hell you're dreaming about. So I always dream in color, and most of the time it's nightmares or weird dreams. Yeah, so for me, so for me it's going to be, it's it's almost the same, but it's a little different. So I do have night terrors still, um, not not a lot. And the only time that I know that I have them is when I wake up and my girl says that I was thrashing in my sleep. Because apparently my night terrors are pretty terrible. You know, so those are sometimes in color. Sometimes they're not. Okay, and then the other dreams that are in color are like sexual dreams, which I'm not going to talk about too much on here because this is weird. But... Yeah, those dreams. But I do have the occasional, my, like one of my favorite dreams is as I'm walking and then um, I get this idea to jump. So I jump, but I only like jump like this high off, off the ground, like this high off, okay? So then I jump and then I float for probably like a good 50 feet. I'm just floating over the ground. And as the dream progresses, I jump more and more and more. And then I, you know, it clicks. It clicks, you know, because in the dream, you don't realize you're dreaming. Okay? So that's 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 how you can't control it because you don't realize you're dreaming. You're just watching. And you're like, well, that's pretty cool. So I make myself jump a couple times. And then my brain realizes, like, oh, fuck, like, this isn't real. This is my dream because I'm flying. And I can't fucking fly. I wish I could, but I can't. So I keep doing this and then I get ballsy and then I think I want to fly up. So the scary part when you're lucid dreaming, if you think you want to fly up, you fly up and 
at first it's like an uncontrolled thing. So I did that and I flew all the way up into the clouds and I was like tens of thousands of feet above the ground. I was like, oh shit. And then, you know, you get that feeling of falling and that, that, that that's the thing that like tries to get you to fucking wake up because you're like falling hard. I fight that feeling and then, you know, sometimes I hit the ground, but it's a dream and I know it's a dream so I don't die. So I get up and I keep doing it and I keep doing it until I can fight back that fear of the fall and then I can fly. So it's like Superman, you know, a little wobbly though because I'm like, oh, fuck, look at me, I'm flying, you know, I, I do that shit. Um, and it's nerve wracking for a while, but then once you get control of it, it's so fucking cool because I'll fly around like earth for a little bit. Right. So I'll, I'll go look at all like the sites that I want to see here. And after I get done doing that, you know, I'm like, fuck this. Like I already live on earth. I don't want to live on earth. I don't want to be on earth. Let's go check it out. And I'll fly into space. The coolest dream or vision quest or whatever the fuck you want to have it because i think it was like an out-of-body experience which we'll talk about that here in a second so the coolest thing that i've had there is um i start flying right i fly around i jump off buildings i do all that stuff and then i think hey i want to go visit saturn i want to go fly past saturn so i do and when i do this it's fast I'm telling you, it's super fucking fast. I fly out. I leave fucking Earth's atmosphere. I fly right past the moon. I go through the, the fucking asteroid belt. I do a quick fly by Mars because I'm like, ooh, is there anything there? But, you know, I'm not really focusing on that because my brain is still thinking I need to go to Saturn. All right? So hear me out. This is all in my brain, right? But the images and the, like, what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling obviously you're in space so you know i don't need to breathe and i know i don't need to breathe because i know that i'm astral projecting is what we're is what i'm going to call that right so i get to saturn yep so when i get to saturn i'm looking at it and one of the things i do is i float into saturn's rings and put my hand in it and i pick up like an ice chunk and I'm looking at it and I just float and I look around it and then I, I'm i looking around, I'm looking around. I'm like, ooh, what about this? What about that? So I kind of like bounce around to some of the moons and then I head back. As I come back into Earth, I fly the entire length of the Great Wall of China and then I come back and I wake up. It's morning. And when I get up, I'm like, holy fuck, like that was the coolest fucking dream I've ever had. And I, I still to this day, I don't think I was dreaming. I think that was like an out of body experience or, you know, something like that. Like I, I was able to tap into something because, you know, and I, don't get me wrong. I've seen pictures of uh, Saturn and all that and it looks cool. But like the images that I was getting, it was like if I was like actually fucking there. It was it's fucking nuts, so fucking crazy. And also like flying along the Great Wall of China, I could see tourists walking, like people walking. I could see their faces, and these are people that I I believe never met before. Even though, um, when you see someone in your dream, um, your brain has a hard time making up a new face. So what it does is it takes people that you don't remember and slaps their face on these people. 
So if you ever have a dream about somebody, you're like, man, I really had this really dream. And it's like, I know that person, though. Like, who the fuck was it? The reason that you don't know the fucking person is because it was just some regular-ass person that you saw walking around or doing something in your daily life that you, that if you live in, like, a big city, you'll never fucking see again. So that's what your brain does. Even if you can't remember, your brain remembers it because it's it does have a limited storage, but it has this also thing called a backup storage, which is your subconscious. And that's where it pulls from. And that's how they get that. So, like... I like that. The lucid dream that you have, you need to keep up with that and practice it so you can do uh, more cool shit in your dreams. Next time you do that, think of a place you want to go. And if it's a scary dream, um, realize that it's a, try to realize it's a dream. And then once you fucking do that, uh, try to make yourself grow into a giant. I had once had a dream that I was hunting with my stepdad at the time and... Um, there was an alien from the Aliens movie, you know, like Sigourney Weaver and shit, that real freaky shit. It was in the back of the truck. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's going to kill us. Well, it killed him. And as it was going to kill me, I said, fuck, no, this is a dream. And I turned myself into a giant and I stepped on the car or on the truck and killed it. And then I walked around killing more things, killing more aliens as I was just stepping on them because I was a giant. Like they're the size of like a mole on my arm. It was really cool. Let's see what you have to say. Do you believe in the paranormal? 100%. 100% I do. Yeah, a xenomorph is what I stepped on in my dream. Because like I said, I made myself like 200 feet tall. Because I realized it was a fucking dream. Now, and I, I know you guys are like, well, this is fucking stupid. But think about this. If you are able to control your dreams, let's say you're having a boring-ass fucking dream. Like, you know those people that have dreams? Man, I this fucking sucked. I dream about being at fucking work. Sucks to suck, nerd. So think about this. You have that dream, right? It's the most fucking terrible dream that you've ever had because you're doing the same shit you do in real life. And then, bam. You say, you know what? I don't want to dream about this anymore. I want to dream about this. And you literally create the fucking dream that you want to dream. And you can create it as you're dreaming it. And you can change what you want because it's all in your mind. It's not really real. Can you imagine that? What is up, James, my dude? Okay, so we'll talk about that here in a second. Q Quilbert. Okay, so back to the paranormal. Yes, I do. I, I've seen some real crazy shit in my life that I can't I can't fucking explain. Um, a lot of ghosts. Uh, a couple of our our friends from space, we'll call it. Uh, I can't really prove that, so I'm not gonna say that 100% sure because it could be. Nice to see you again too, man. Um, but it could be chalked up to stress hallucinations or whatever. So we'll talk about that. So. So one, I'm going to put it out like this. Sometimes you can be under a high amount of stress, especially if there's a tragedy or something like that happens, where the mental strain can cause mild hallucinations because you have um, some endorphins and chemicals in your brain that are out of, out of whack. That can happen. You can have what they call daydream hallucinations, and those happen when you have a built-up 
it's like a buildup of serotonin or whatever. It converts this other chemical and then converts over to like a small dosage of DMT. And then you can have daytime hallucinations through um, daydreaming. I've had those before, but I'll be like staring off and all of a sudden, bam. I'll like be daydreaming about something, but I can like fucking see it. I can straight up fucking see what I'm talking about, but it's like it's so real, but it's not. So, here's the thing. When it comes to some of that, the what people call chalk up as hallucinations. So, as humans, I've talked about this before. As humans, if we can explain something, my day is going fucking great, man. I just I got back from fishing. We caught like six fish. Uh, we got drenched because a storm came in, so we had to leave. But other than that, it was good, dude. But, uh... As humans, we can't fucking, if we can't fucking explain something, we're either afraid of it or we fucking shun it. Okay, so the our understanding of our brain and how our mind works is super, super fucking limiting. Like, super limiting. We are just now coming out with technologies to record your dreams. I want you to know that, that they can start doing that now if they wanted to. But we also don't know the full capability of our dreams because some of the the things that our brain can do could be innate or they could just be inactive you know because everybody you know how everybody talks about the chakras and how they all need to be aligned and if they're aligned and you have your third eye you can be you have clairvoyance and esp and your psychic abilities and all that um i kind of i do believe in that stuff like i really do there's evidence uh through the history that that shit's fucking real, like 100% fucking real. Like, I think through yoga and understanding of how your body works and the chakra points, because I do think the chakra points are real. Um, and the reason I'll, I'll do, I'll have you guys do a little experiment if you want to. Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to put fingertips here and fingertips on top of your head. Okay. And then you're gonna rub them in a circle. Do that for 30 seconds. Okay. As you're doing that. Um, visualize in your brain your third eye, which is like a purplish color, opening a door, and then light is spewing out of that. Okay, just do that for 30 seconds. And as you're doing it, you should feel, you know, because you're also doing a rubbing sensation. And the reason why I believe this works a little bit is because... Is because um, when you rub yourself, like, you know how, like, you... You let's say I hit my I hit this and it fucking hurts, and your first instinct is to rub it. Well, when you fucking rub something, uh, endorphins get released that reduce pain. Now, when you're not in fucking pain, you still get endorphins that get released. So, rubbing your third eye, rubbing here and up here, releases like feel good chemicals in your brain, which could stimulate your pituitary gland, which is up there as well, and cause your your third eye to awaken. Okay, so let's see. So I don't know when I was younger, I had dreams that predicted the future. Not big events, just small little instances, like a little girl playing in the sand. Um, so we call that um, precognition. That's a real thing. You can look it up. So there's people that believe that human beings have the power of precognition. So that means when, so that would mean that you dream bits and pieces of the future when you dream, and that is the power of your brain. That would be 
what I would say would be one of your hidden talents as a person, because I do believe that every person on this fucking planet is born with inherent abilities um, in the psychic nature. Now, they don't have to be fucking grand, okay? You can't be like Magneto, but they could be like, I don't know, the ability to predict dice, or you're like really good at predicting when something's going to happen. Or like you're walking by somebody and you kind of, you just get a flash of like how they're feeling or you get overwhelmed when you're in large groups of people because you're getting bombarded with all this information of how they feel like empaths. That's what I'm talking about. And James, I have been really good, man. I've been working. I've been uh, working on a couple other things. I've been trying to get some TikTok videos out there, sucking at it, really sucking at it. Uh, I haven't got any YouTube videos up, really sucking at that as well. Um, I'm trying to get um, an online business going, and I've been doing this. Is a new thing. This is my third my third episode of Havoc Bliss After Dark. So I have to warn you, it's not like my other show. This is for mature audiences only. So I do swear and I do talk about some touchy shit. Okay, don't worry. I don't cross any lines. I. I because I know that um, if it's a sensitive topic, you know, you kind of have to be careful with what you say. I will speak my mind, however. And if it offends somebody, just let me know. And I'll be like, hey, man, like, I'm sorry about that. But, like, this is where I stand on that. So. Oh, no, I do. I know. Thank you for that, Qbert. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, uh. So what's going on is when you go to sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Second job is going to be brutal, bro. I'm just letting you know. So when you go to sleep and you get little glimpses of the... F you're like, what, what the fuck is going on? And then that's what I think deja vu is. Deja vu. Um, everybody gets deja vu. Everybody. I've talked to a fucking a lot of people. I'm a I'm a older person, okay? So I've talked to a lot of fucking people. And they're like, man... Just ask him, hey, have you ever got... Okay, bro. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Feel free to hit me up whenever, dude. Whenever. But it has to be a two-way conversation, bro. Like, you, you fucking send me a message, and I message you back. Message me back, dude. Otherwise, it's not a conversation. It's just me talking to myself. <laughs> but, uh... You know. So you go to sleep. You get this image. And then the next day you get deja vu. Like I was saying, everybody gets fucking deja vu because everybody has the inherent ability to do precognition. To the extent of it, of what you can do with it, um, I don't know. Yes, so that's another, you know, that's like uh, uh, past lives and all that shit. So... Um, I do believe in stuff like that as well. You know, I believe that you you live multiple lives, and there's some people that even believe that when you when you're dying and you see that light at the end of the tunnel, that's actually you being fucking born again, which is crazy. If you if not like crazy and like oh you guys are full of shit, but like think about that you're dying and then all of a sudden you're instantly born again. That'd be nuts. So, but yeah. So everybody has the ability to do this. Uh, the ones that recognize it and don't shun it are the ones that fucking foster it and it actually starts coming to fruition. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you guys about one of the things that I'm really fucking good at. Like, pretty fucking good at in real life. Um, my girl 
has seen this, my friends see this shit, we'll be playing a game of dice, right? And you have to roll a certain number to get a certain thing. Like, you have to roll that exact number. And I'll look at it, and I'm like, man. And I'm like, it's cool. I'm like, daddy needs a six. And I'll roll, and it'll be a six. Or they'll roll, and I'm like, it's going to be an 11. And I'm really good at, when you roll dice in front of me, telling you what the fucking dice is going to be. I know that sounds stupid, and it's like this minor thing, but I'm really fucking good at it. Now, I'm not 100% because I'd be lying if I was 100%, but I'm probably about 75, 75%, and that's pretty fucking good considering the the amount of different numbers you can get with two-sided, with two six-sided dice, you know? You have like a, what is it, like a 1 in 12 chance or some shit like that? But no, it's more than that because it's two of them, and the combinations, it's like a 1 in 36 or 1 in 48 chance. I'm guessing the number, but when I do it repeatedly and I have a 75 to 80% success rate, I think that's more than just me being lucky. And I do that a lot. I do that a fuck ton. A fuck ton. Another thing that, um, you know, and you can, you can believe me or you can't, you know, if you don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking care. Like I'm, I'm just telling you from my experiences. Okay. So another thing is when I walk past people, and this is if I let my guard totally down and I just want to feel, feel stuff. Can you feel? No, anyways. And I want to feel shit. So I'll be walking and I'll walk past somebody and picture like a, you're walking in like a Luke. Oh yeah, you have a job? You have a job? What job you got, Quilbert? Anyways. Hey, you don't have to say, you don't have to say sorry. Hey, you handle your biz. Responsibilities like work and life shit 100% comes before this, okay? I'm just happy that you stopped in, to be honest. So, fuck, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so picture um, you walking in a pool. Oh, okay, okay. So you're walking in a pool, and this pool is filled with lukewarm water but the pool is like over your head and you can breathe it's like a weird pool anyways this picture you walking in like lukewarm air and as you walk past people depending on what their mood is um the temperature of the air changes it's not it's not really changing it's like a feeling that i get so if i walk past you and you're really sad um the air that is around you is going to be cold. Like really fucking cold. And I'll be like, oh damn. Ooh, cold. Or if you're in a really good mood, I'll get like a warm sensation. And it and it changes based upon like mood, where you're at, like what type of person you are. So imagine like walking through the mall and you're constantly getting bombarded with all these different these different like heat signatures or whatever. It's fucking overwhelming sometimes, but you know, there's ways that you can shield yourself. For me, I just picture like a golden bubble that pops around me and I keep it there all the time. Yeah, I know you're like, oh, you fucking Power Ranger, like, fuck you. No, like, it's like a mental thing, okay? It's like, uh, so I, I put it like as, like, if you're Christian, right, and you pray, 
um, to be protected by Jesus or God or whatever the fuck, you do that. It's kind of the same thing, only I'm not praying to Jesus. Um, it's like I ask Thor for strength. I ask Odin for his wisdom, Freya for her love, kind, and understanding. And, you know, if there's anything more than that, I'll ask the, the certain other gods with in regards to the aspect of that. Then I ask for the universe to protect me with the golden light. And what I'm asking is I'm asking that universal consciousness to extend its protection down to me so that I'm not bombarded with bullshit all the time. Oh, hey. I'm glad. I'm glad that you get to, you get to feel some reprieve, reprieve from some of that, you know. And the crazy thing about that, Qbert, or Quilbert, is... You are definitely not fucking alone when that comes to that. There's more people than you than you think um, that deal with that and go through it. But the issue is, is as a society, we shun anything that is like that. So, like, take the science community. Um, if you see a fucking UFO when you're in the you're prominent in the science community and you're like a respected person, you cannot fucking talk about that shit. Because the moment you fucking do, you're done. Your credibility is fucking through, out the window. It's the same that goes with that shit. If you start talking about that stuff, you say, hey, I see this, I see that. Um, I don't know what it is, but I see ghosts or whatever. People, instead of like trying to figure out whether or not you're telling the truth or being sincere or even hearing you out... Um, before you even do that, you get judged. And it's usually not for a good thing, right? They like shun you and then you become this fucking weirdo. Even though you're not fucking weird. Like, you know what you see, you know what you feel. But how do you, how do you fucking explain that to somebody else that has no idea what the fuck you're talking about? You know? Yeah. No, and that, that's this reality of situation, Quilbert. Like, I'm sorry that you're going through that, but I'm also glad that you're bringing it up because, see, guys, like, read this. This is, this. that's the reality of situation. Some of you guys have had um, experiences in your life that you can't fucking explain, like, period, at all. Like, you've been home alone, you heard, like, a weird fucking noise, you've seen something out of your corner, corner of your eye, but most of the time, you know what, you ain't going to say shit. You ain't going to say shit. And it's because that reason right there. Because you're going to get made fun of. And let me guess. Or not let me guess. But the reason why you don't want to say anything. Is because you'll be made fun of. And then you're not going to fit in. Because heaven forbid that you stand on your own two feet. And like don't give a fuck what other people think. It's because we're sheep. We bleh, bleh. we all want to be in like with other people. You know. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like don't get me wrong. Like I have my friends. And all that. But I let my fucking weird old flag fly, like 100%. If I have something crazy like that should happen, I tell my friends right off the bat. They already know what the fuck they're getting when I walk up and I'm talking to them. I'm not going to hide it from them. I just say, hey, this is this is what's going on. This is what fucking, what's this, what's happening. And who's to like, say what's real and what's not? Like, obviously, if you're like, man, I was... Flying on his fucking unicorn, blah, 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 and blah, 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 all this other crazy shit. You know, there's, there is, you know, at a time, something, you know, where you can draw the line. Like, hey, that's just, that's just fucking crazy. That's crazy. And sometimes, though, people draw the line way too early because 
this shit makes them fucking uncomfortable. I mean, really, that's what it boils down to. When you talk about that shit, Quill, your friends joke and make friends or make and make fun of you because what you're talking about them challenges uh, the very foundation of what the fuck they believe in. And they may not even, they'll never fucking say that, but they make fun of you to break it up that weird, like, unsettling feeling that they get. Because it's like, oh, you do that? Yeah. Me too, I love it. Like, yeah, that, 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 I don't want to feel that, so I'm just going to make fun of you. We'll all laugh. And then hopefully if we do that enough, you won't bring it up. You know, but sometimes, you know, people are being malicious because they think you're weird for all this. But that's just human nature because you're, you're different. But the truth of the matter is, is I would say 80% of the population out there has had something or think something like that. And they just won't fucking talk about it because they're afraid of being made fun of. So I appreciate you bringing that up and talking about it. So along this lines, because you were talking about paranormal, paranormal shit. So I'm going to tell a story. Um, this happened to me probably when uh, 2013. It's a while ago. Okay, so before I tell this story, let me see. One time my friend and I saw a huge distorted face that jumped at us and I talked to him and he said he remembers it but doesn't know what to think about it. Yep, that was a ghost or a spirit um, trying to get your attention but sometimes they scare you to get more power because they'll like feed off your fear or whatever so with that thing that thing you just gotta tell it to leave because um, they're from a different uh, vibration frequency than us so everything that's in our physical plane here vibrates at the same frequency that we do Shit like that sometimes is from lower frequencies and they don't have power over you. You can tell them to leave and they have to. But you can't be like, KG, please leave. You gotta be like, get the fuck out of my house now. Okay. So, you can't hear. What? Qbert. Or Quilbert, can you hear me? I'm pretty sure it was a demon because someone was messing around with a Ouija board and stuff got so bad we had to move. Oh yeah, so a Ouija board, a lot of people, I know we're getting off topic, but a Ouija board, let me explain this. A Ouija board is the most returned fucking board game on the goddamn planet. On the planet. And what people don't realize is, yes, it's a stupid fucking game, right? But if you ask people that are mediums and people that are in all of that shit, all into all that crazy occult shit, it opens up a fucking portal to let spirits come in. Now, no, I did not say good spirits, did I? I said spirits. A demon is a spirit. So sometimes you don't know what the fuck you get. There's ways, there's certain ways to use a Ouija board that protects you. Uh, one of the ways is you got to put... You got to put a white candle on it and then you got to surround it with white candles and light them. Like in a circle. So when you open the portal, um, whatever comes out of there can't leave the fucking circle. Okay? That means all the candles have to stay lit. You don't want to put them out. Draw a ring of salt as well. But then when you get done, you have to say, 
um, I'm going to say goodbye and the portal is closed. And you say goodbye, the portal is closed. You have to do this because otherwise you get shit like that happening. So whoever did play with the Ouija board didn't use it properly. And you guys had to suffer the consequences with that. That that's my thing. Okay, so back to the story. So 2013, I'm staying at my I was married at the time. I'm staring staying at my mother-in-law's house with my wife at the time and our daughter. Our daughter is in a sewing room behind two French doors. Alright, dude. Thanks for stopping in, James. Have a good sleep and I'll look forward to that DM in the morning. No nudes though, okay? I don't want to see nothing. <laughs> so um the the master bedroom that we're in is really fucking big has this really yes so it has this really big uh bed on it like a california king bed really big really nice huge room at the end of the room is french doors with a baby with we put a crib in there for my daughter so no it's okay just mute me and then i'll give a thumbs up when i'm done okay so you don't have to hear so what happened was we're sleeping uh me and my wife at the me and my wife are talking she said she's tired she's gonna go to sleep so i kiss her on the cheek she rolls over and i'm laying on my back um so i put my hands up like this behind my back and i'm sitting there like this and i'm staring at the ceiling fan you know it's it's spinning up you know ceiling fans fucking spinning you can hear it sometimes especially if it's a little bit older so i can hear this fucking thing spinning i can hear the ac kick on I can feel the cold air hitting my face. I yawn. I said, man, I'm getting in, in my head. I'm like thinking, damn, I'm getting fucking tired. I need to go to sleep. Everybody's sleeping. I got a bunch of yard work to do tomorrow. Whatever. I'm going to go to sleep. So sweet. And I all of a sudden something moves at the foot of my bed. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And all of a sudden I can't hear the ceiling fan anymore. Now I'm still awake. Okay. I don't give a fuck what my brain says or what you guys tell me i can't hear the ceiling fan i cannot hear the ac i can feel both of those still blowing on me but i can't hear them i'm like okay where'd all the noise go it's like someone went like this and totally stopped all the sound so i see something move at the bottom of my bed i'm like what the fuck and i look down and at the foot of my bed is this thing now, I don't, I I know what it is, but at, I'll just leave it for suspense right now. So it's this thing, it's about six to seven feet tall. Super thin, big fucking head, black eyes. And as soon as, as soon as I see this thing, I immediately rip my arms down because when some scary shit happens or you see something that looks dangerous in your house or anywhere near you, you have two options. It's the flight or fight syndrome, okay? Um, a lot of people run. I am not one of those people. When something crazy like that fucking happens, I am a fighter. I am there and I'm going to fight till I'm fucking dead. That's just, that's just how I am. So I went to go put my arms down so I could get out of bed and fight whatever this was. As soon as my arms went down, they were stuck. I'm telling you, like sleep paralysis, 
Only I was awake and I could not fucking move. This thing at the end of the bed walks around. So I'm on the right side of the bed. So it's at the end of the bed and it walks around this way. As it walks around, I'm like, I'm trying to scream. But the only thing that's coming out is, that's all I'm making. That's the only fucking noise that I'm making. And I can feel like, you know, like when you tense up all your muscles and you're like desperately trying to fucking move. Like, just think about it. You're trying to move something that's really fucking heavy, but you're just not strong enough. You know, like if you were to push up against the wall and push on it. So I'm doing that shit, trying to fucking move, screaming because this thing, whatever the fuck it was, is walking up the side of my bed. It walks and on that wall, there's like windows. There's like eight windows and they let light come in from the street light. And I'm like, maybe I'm just sleeping. Maybe this thing's not here. This is my imagination. So as I'm watching, it walks in front of these windows and it's blocking out the fucking light and it's blocking my view. So that means that it's, it's like, it's there. It's like flesh and blood there. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? And it keeps walking and it keeps walking. And then it's like, so it'd be like right here by my chest. And all I can do, I can, I can't move my head. I can move my eyes and I'm looking at this thing. So the closest thing that I can say that this bitch looks like is if you watch the movie Signs, the alien one with Mel Gibson, it's a little bit older. But if you watch that fucking movie, it looked like that. And then it started, it, it like reached like this and like bent over and then started reaching for me. So when this is fucking happening, happening, I am in fucking full panic attack mode. And it's not because I want to run. It's because I can't move to fight this thing. And I'm like freaking the fuck out, freaking the fuck out. And then... My wife moves a little bit at the at moves a little bit and then this thing jerks his head up and then jumps out the wall. Yes, you heard me correctly, it jumped out the wall. We were on the second floor, jumped out the wall and was gone. When that happened, she flipped over and was like, What the fuck? Cause she was gonna ask me what was wrong. As soon as that thing jumped up the wall, I could move and I sat up really fast and I screamed as loud as I could for like ten minutes. Ten minutes solid. And then I was like, whew, like breathing really fucking hard because like my adrenaline was kicking. And she asked me, she's like, I thought something was wrong because when I woke up, um, I could feel this electricity and I could feel something was there. So I rolled over quick. She's like, what happened? And I was just, I was shook. Like it shook me to my fucking core. I was like, what the fuck? That's all I could say. And then later on, I explained it, um, what had happened. And I will tell you that I did not sleep well that night because of that. Now, now my brain tells me there's two versions of this story. Now, this is where the crazy shit comes in. So I got two versions of the story. One version is that happened. The other version is, is we went there, I talked to her, I went to bed, and nothing happened. So thanks, brain. So the second one I know didn't fucking happen. The first one I know for a fact I could feel it in my soul that that's what the fuck happened. The other one I firmly believe is put there to get me to forget it. Forget what the fuck happened. Because I think that I woke up a little too early or I shouldn't have woke up at all if you catch my drift. 
So yes, I do believe in the paranormal because crazy shit has fucking happened to me. I wish I could say that was the first time that 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 was the first time, but it definitely wasn't the last time. It happened another time. So what was it? I have no idea. Could I have been dreaming? Yes. Was I? No, I wasn't. So I don't know. I, I try not to think about it too much because it's like semantics, you know, like, man, I wish I wish I wouldn't have done that in the past. Like, fuck it, get over it, you know, because the past is the past. You can't change it. The past isn't this tangible thing. And this is where your boy Havoc is a genius because I just wrapped it around back to what I was talking about in the beginning. Because I, I didn't get to it in time. So think about this. This is why I put the title is Your Mind is a Jail. Alright? People, a lot of people get stuck. And what I mean by that is they put these limitations on them and they put these shackles on them that are self-imposed because of how they're thinking. Everybody likes to focus, and I say everybody, but the vast majority of people like to focus on things that happened in the past where they're like, man, if I wouldn't have done this, my life would have turned out like this. If I wouldn't have done this, my life would have been like this. Like, for what? And I, I say this from a place of kind and loving and me caring about you. Because I did the same fucking shit, dudes and girls. The same shit. I was so stuck up on this idea of, man, I fucked up so bad that this is why this life has turned out like this. And... That's just not that's just not fucking realistic. That is not what fucking happened. What happened was uh, certain things happened to me in my life, and I chose to go a different a route with it. My reaction and what I did with it is my choice. But people get so stuck on, man, I wish I would have fucking pulled my head out of my ass. I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I would have done this. Like... Okay, that's fine and dandy, but no longer does that fucking matter. You know, there's certain things in the past that have major effects on you. And, you know, they do influence some of the decisions. You know, like like a loved one dying or something. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. That's a real tangible thing that fucking happened and it fucking sucks. And if your past is anything like mine, it's not super fucking awesome. But as I've learned recently, is how long are you going to fucking keep that as a crutch, bro? And girls? Like, how long? How long are you saying, no, the reason it's like that is because like this, you know, if I wouldn't have been raised like that. Like, no, motherfucker. Like, you make the choice every day, every fucking day, to carry that fucking suitcase. And the suitcase that I'm talking about is that baggage and shit that your trauma, you bring it with you. And yes, trauma is real. I'm not saying that it's not, but what I'm saying is sometimes you just got to drop that fucking case because it's not doing you any fucking good. Why are you going to bring it with you and wear like a badge of honor? And that's what people are doing. You're not hooked on the trauma because you want to be hooked on it. You're hooked on it because that's who you've become. The trauma becomes a part of you that you accept and say, well, that's just me. And this, this is unpopular opinion right here. It's not you. You choose 
yes, some trauma is really fucking bad, and it does stuff to your psychic, your psyche. I'm not saying that. However, there is parts of that trauma that you can leave back. You know, like let's say you get in a car accident, and you lose a leg. Obviously, you could say I'm just gonna leave that behind me, and you know, my leg will come back. That's not gonna happen, and that, and that's not what I'm saying. But there are certain things that you can do, like put the crutch down and move on with your life. Don't get so focused on the past that you forget to live in the now. That's what I'm saying. So, and that brings it brings me up to, the, okay, everybody wants to plan for the future, right? Everybody has this big, huge fucking plan. They're like, oh yeah, this is the future I'm working towards. I have this dream, this future, 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 future. It's the same as the past, guys. The future doesn't fucking exist. It doesn't. Instead of dreaming about the future, you need to be making move, making moves now that will make that future a reality. Yes, you can have that future as like a goal. That's healthy. That's fine. But don't get stuck looking forward so far into the future that you're not even living now. Now is what matters. Right fucking now matters what you do right now is the only thing that's real right now matters you know because like two hours ago yeah it was cool whatever happened two hours ago i was fishing two hours ago but it's done it's done i have sweet ass fucking memories of it but that that reality is gone and when you get stuck holding on to fragments of reality and pieces of shit that wish you it should have, could have, would have been, you use those pieces and you form a prison. And you put this huge limitation on yourself when you have limitless, unlimited potential. And that's what I mean by your mind is a jail. Because you are the ones that control the gate. You are the ones that make the cell. But yet you fucking throw away the key and refuse to move fucking forward refuse to move forward but that's part of like getting your mind to operate at a different frequency and different level like fuck all that bullshit work on you now one of the ways that you can do that instead of saying man i am i'm depressed or or this or this or this no you're not the embodiment of depression what you should be doing and I, I say should. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fucking counselor. Like, period. Okay? Not at all. But it's okay to say, I feel depressed. Because then you're not taking on that aspect and you're not giving it power. You're acknowledging that it's there, but you're not choosing to live in it. If that makes sense. Okay? And, and that's really like a, a super important thing that everybody needs to get. Well, so enough about that shit. So we're talking about all this crazy shit, right? So uh, one of the things that I think is really fucking cool is if you're familiar with uh, DMT. DMT is dimethyltryptamine. So, no, I'm not promoting drugs. We're just going to talk about it, guys. So, DMT is a naturally occurring thing that happens. So, when you're sleeping, um, hormones in your your brain, when you start going to sleep, it turns into melatonin. 
which puts you to sleep. You can get over-the-counter melatonin to help you go to sleep. That's what it happens. So your serotonin during the day, when you don't use all of your serotonin, you go to sleep, it gets transferred to melatonin. Melatonin puts you to sleep. The extra melatonin turns into um, like another one, and then it turns into DMT, and that's where your fucking dreams are coming from, is that DMT dosage that you're getting when you're in REM sleep. Now, there's also people that take large amounts of DMT, okay? Large amounts to get that feeling, but in high quantities where they go on like a spirit voyage and they shoot to the fucking moon, okay? So when they do this bullshit, um, they meet these beings. Uh, Some of them are called elves and they're clockwork elves. And why they're called clockwork elves is if you were to take a clock like a mechanical clock and take it apart. You see all the cogs and how they click and all that shit. Um, There's people that say when they meet these beings, this is what they see. They see these guys. They see little elves that are made out of clocks. Let's see if I can find you guys a picture. Clockwork elves. Do, 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 do. This my yeah, see, this is, this is, what's weird is you're not going to be able to find, like, a legitimate picture of them, because the crazy thing about when you're tripping on that shit, and this is just from podcasts and stuff like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan Experience, he talked about it a lot, a lot. So when you see these things, um... It's in your mind, but it's not in your mind. Like, you're actually, you're there, but you're not there. So let's see if I can get something that's fucking insane. Well, not really insane, but this is... I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get a good one, guys. The kind of relay what the hell I'm talking about because some of this stuff they put like horns and wings on the shit because this is all this is is artist interpretations I guess this this will work here we'll go here so right here it doesn't really look like the cog things but um because some of this some of this crap is like they like to put this stuff on it, but the stuff that I've that uh, I've talked to or the people that I've talked to that have done it, you know all that stuff. They don't say it looks like that. They just think of like a this weird creature that's made out of cogs. And these things aren't made out of cogs. These are like psychedelic things, and these are all artist interpretations. So, anyways, you see these beings, right? You go there. You're on your little magical fucking rocket ship trip that happens when you do when you're doing DMT or whatever. And you meet these beings. These beings are supposed to give you some profound, prophetical, like, fucking vision and information. Everybody that I've ever talked to or listened to talk about this stuff, they've come back with this um, profound experience that changes their fucking life for the, for the, changes their life forever. Forever. 
Now you meet two different versions of these beings, and I think it's the state of which you go into. If you go into it with like a fear, a fear state, you're gonna meet like the bad ones. Because I've talked to one of my buddies who's um, experienced with this, and he said he felt like he was gonna be eaten. But I've also talked to somebody where they went there and these beings came down and they talked to them and he was able to get like information and all this shit. And it was this like wonderful, beautiful, like spiritual thing. And now he doesn't look at the world the same because of the information that he was talked to by them. Now the trip could have been so good that it like warped his, oh, here we go. Like warped his ability to think properly, which, you know, that's, that's in all fairness, that's could have what could have happened so right here so steal the cogs let's see if i can get close up on this thing oh yeah so these guys are all made out of cogs see these little cogs little cogs little cogs this is kind of what they look like except the spiky teeth once again it's just an interpretation of what they say but uh but yeah that's that's kind of the thing and everybody that talks about these things always mention these clockwork elves all these elves these elves here these elves there all this stuff so it's interesting to see that people from different backgrounds different parts of the world all share this common thing when it comes to taking this substance is what we'll call it okay and so if it was like one person talking and i've said this before if it was like one person talking about it you'd be like okay that's cool you just you, you were just tripping nuts but then we got multiple people doing that. You're like, okay, this is starting to be credible. But then when you have almost like 95% of the people that have done this shit have seen these things. Like what if you're doing this and it unlocks the potential of your brain to transcend, you know, without dying, obviously, transcend and go to this different plane and you're seeing beings that vibrate at a higher frequency that operate at different physics and that's what you're saying like it's actually real it's legit but when you come back you don't vibrate the same so you come back to this plane wouldn't that be nuts if that stuff is like really there really fucking happening that'd be so crazy yeah so that's that the clockwork elves like that's cool if you don't know what i'm talking about uh, look it up um, look up like the Joe Rogan experience and a lot of the stuff on YouTube. Just look up um, people talking about their DMT stuff. And you will start to see like this huge fucking pattern because it's real. Like the shit that they see is 100% fucking crazy, obviously, because I say it's crazy. And I and that's just coming from a place of not understanding because I, I don't do that kind of stuff at all. I would. No offense, Twitch, but like I would just to just to get this profound experience, and you know, it changed my fucking life. But once again, that boils down to it, all it's doing is altering your mind and opening different doors inside your brain for you. To look at the world differently. So once again, it's just unlocking the power of your brain. What's already there is just sleeping. Yeah. All right. 
Hey, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to get something to snack on. I will be right back. Let me put this music on for y'all. What do I want? What do I want to play? Um... Okay, I'll be right back. Give me like two minutes. Don't go anywhere. I'm back, motherfuckers. Yeah, here I am. Havoc Bliss, and I got my man food. That's a good cookie. What to do, what to do with all my time with you? Mm. Mm. I remember. Mm. Mm. Mama said it's rude to talk with my mouth full. So along the side alliance of the universal consciousness, which we've been talking about for about an hour and a half now, um, is I just learned this recently and I thought this was like the coolest fucking thing. Okay. The coolest fucking thing. And it kind of explains like beings from different planets or even like different uh galaxies and all of that a little bit of like how advanced they are so i'm gonna give you a brief explanation of what the fuck i'm talking about so the thing i learned recently you know everybody knows about the big bang if you believe in the creation theory that's cool we're gonna go back to the big bang so through science and mathematics we can kind of see that everything came in our in our universe came from one runs one spot okay because everything is expanding rapidly out as far as we can see and even farther and one of the explanations is, is as we look out there we can only see so far that is because the things out there are expanding at a speed that is faster than the speed of light. So what that means is as these things are going out there, as a, so we'll take a star, okay? So the star is, is uh, rapidly going away from us as it expands from our central location because of the Big Bang, and it's going away. It's still emitting light, right? Okay, 
So there we go. We know it's emitting, uh, emitting light. That light is traveling back. At first, we might be able to see it. So a couple billion years ago, we got, might have been able to see it. As it expands, it accelerates. The moment that that star breaches and goes faster than the speed of light, to us, it would appear that it blinks out of existence. That's because the light is not traveling fast enough to overcome the speed at which it is traveling and drifting away from us. So our universe is expanding like that, okay? Expanding, 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 expanding. And the space is expanding at this incredible speed all over, okay? As it expands, think of it like a bubble. And I'll, I'll use this cookie. So this cookie has a central spot, right? So from the middle, it's expanding. And everything expands in the same of all directions all at once. It forms a sphere, correct? Cool. So you're with me there. So as the sphere expands, that's our known universe. It expands. But what's to say there wasn't a Big Bang somewhere else and somewhere else? But these things are all expanding rapidly that we're never going to, like, we'll never be able to reach them and we'll never be able to see them because of how fast they're going. So instead of the universes being like this, stacked on top of each other, which, you know, they, which is what the dimensions are now, the universes are like this. So when I say universe, I'm talking about our universe. Our universe that came from our single solitary Big Bang. That's our universe. And then the other universe that operates at a totally different like mathematical equations or whatever. So our, our universe operates on the laws of physics that we know, that we test, and that's how it works. In other universes, how things work over there is to a completely different set of laws because it's a separate entity and it started off with a big bang. So what we would consider normal over here may not even happen over that other universe because of how how it's big bang and how everything is set up over there. And it doesn't even contradict what we say because the universe is only our universe. That's a completely different universe. Now with this, I will say um, the easiest way to get like a visualization of this is if you ever seen the movie Man in Black. At the end of one of the movies, the marble that they're playing with is our universe. Our whole fucking universe is in that marble that, that that big giant alien is flicking and playing marbles with. The other marbles in that bag are separate universes. So that's what I'm saying is each each of our universes, so me and you, we're in this universe because obviously because I'm talking to you and you're seeing me, are like a, inside of this big cosmic marble that's fucking infinite. Like we can't even fathom how big, but it does have like a an end, even though it's unending because if it's expanding infinitely and going infinitely faster every 
like right now, boom. So that picture that as our marble, and then next to us is another marble that we can't see doing the same thing and operates completely different. I learned that. Probably two or three days ago. If you already knew it, that's awesome. I knew that they had like a, what they call like the cloud where we can't see through it. And I really didn't understand what it was. But what that explanation is, the cloud that we're looking at is like the edge of the universe that we are able to see. That's not going faster than the speed of light. And I'm sure once we are able to go faster than the speed of light, um, we'll discover many, many, many more things because we'll be able to see all those things that, come on camera, that aren't moving as fast as the speed of light. And I think that I think that's fucking cool. But crazy, but it's fucking cool. Now, that being said, if this of our universe is like that, and there's other universes like the same thing I just described, and these beings are able to somehow pop from their universe into our universe and get here, how much, like, how many millions of years or billions of years are, are more advanced are they from us? It's crazy because there's um. There's people like Bob Lazar. I don't know if I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a guy that said he worked on Area 51 and worked with these alien spacecraft. And the way he described them is they're all made, they're all one thing. It's like they are 3D printed, print, uh, printed, and they have a power source that we can't even duplicate because we can't even. We just so in recent years. It's like a element 115 or whatever. So we had a theory that it was real. And then we made it for like half of a billionth of a second and we saw it. But that's all we can do is we can get the blink into existence and then it goes away. Now, this element or whatever, according to him, is this is what's actually powering these UFOs that give them these anti-gravity properties. So, normally I'd be like, well, this motherfucker's crazy, but, and the reason, I know this is like a wild tangent off of what we were talking about, but it ties in, just bear with me. So, if they had a theory that this shit was real, but we couldn't make it, and now they can make it, but it goes away instantly, it's not stable, but then he's saying the same thing, except he has seen large quantities of it. But he was saying this before they proved that it was actually real. What does that mean? Does that mean that he saw a document with the element that they were trying to make on like a theory? Or does actually does that mean that he actually saw something and was told, hey, this is what this fucking shit is. We can't make this, but they have this. Which the implica the implications on that is fucking crazy because that means that that's real, and if that's real, then all the other shit that he was talking about is real too, and that's nuts. So, 
You should look at Bob Lazar and see all the shit that he talks about. He's super famous. You probably already heard some of his theories. You just didn't know that it was from him. Yeah. So another thing that I'm going to switch to. I have like this whole list outline or whatever. But I get I get stuck on these rants or whatever. And it's fine. Because that, that's all this is, right? This is just a little talk show podcast with me talking about random shit and we have fun um, i'm gonna do a little more planning i think in the future so i have like a healthy outline of what, like what i'm discuss you know give it more direction so i'm not bouncing around from topic to topic because then it's just really like some crazy dude just fucking the birds are gonna eat my soul and, that, and that's just not like what's going on so another thing that i wanted to bring up and this this ties back into what we were talking before so i should have brought it up before is um how you can unlock more of your potential uh, through healthy eating. I say healthy eating as I should have a cookie in my mouth. Mm-mm-mm. I will say that by this, this last week, I eat pretty fucking healthy, guys. Now, unpopular opinion, I don't eat beef, I don't eat chicken, and I don't eat pork. I just don't. Um, me, when I got with my girl, we were together for about two or three months, and then she said that I want to stop eating these meats, I'll eat seafood and vegetables. She said, would you like to do that with me? Me being me. I was like, uh, I had to think about it really because, you know, that's a big fucking commitment, a big commitment. And yeah, we've been dating for three months, but that's a lot. You know, that's a lot to ask. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, so if I eat beef, beef gives me fucking bad stomach problems and I get fucking diarrhea. I know a little TMI, but whatever, fuck you. Um, So I get diarrhea from that. So I'm like, okay, so beef, I'm cool with cutting beef off. I can't even eat that shit. It fucks me up. And then I was like, okay, what now? Um, what about chicken? And chicken was like my staple food. I used to go fucking eat chicken all the time because, you know, I like to, you can't tell. It's not, it's not the biggest, but I work out. I like to go to the gym. I like to keep my body moving because that's how you stay. That's how they stay young. Be active and stretch. Keep you young. You'll live a little bit longer. You'll be able to fuck better, too. With this stretch. But anyways, I was like, man, chicken is my staple. That's what, that's what the fuck I ate. I wanted to eat lean. I just had chicken breasts lightly lightly peppered with some other seasonings. I learned how to make chicken like 400,000 ways because that's all I ate for like a year. Was chicken, rice, a little bit of rice. Not a lot, but chicken, quinoa, a little bit of rice, spinach vegetables like broccoli and bell peppers and i did that like i cooked it like 400 different four hundred thousand different ways because that's all i ate but then chicken started tasting funny to me because they started pumping all these fucking chemicals in and i was like what about the free room yeah i mean i could but I, i'm not gonna like it's chicken man like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spend 12 bucks for fucking like four breasts because it's fucking open range chicken like it's chicken yeah so I said, okay, I can cut that out. 
Now, pork, I don't really eat, I didn't really eat that much pork chops. I had pork chops maybe like once every three months or so, but I did fuck up bacon. I fucking love bacon. That's one of the things that was the hardest thing for me to do, and still hard to do, because I fucking love bacon. But I did it. And now it's been almost... Shit. Almost three years? I haven't had any of that shit. You know, occasionally, when we first started doing it, um, I did, we did slip up, because we, I was eating something, I'm like, oh fuck, this has... So you had, had like... Uh, beef or chicken byproduct in it so now when i'm eating things um like i don't do certain ramen noodles like even though they say ramen noodles doesn't have that i don't because i'm worried that's gonna have like dehydrated chicken like you know beef broth or chicken broth in it so any of that shit i don't like i love pho i fucking love pho but it's made with bone broth from beef from cows so I had to, I switched that up and, but now I go to, if I get pho, I get vegetarian pho. And the broth is made a different way with not, doesn't have bone. Now, I will say you have to be careful because if you're going to do that, some pho places will tell you that's vegetarian, but it's still the same fucking bone broth. Just letting you know. Also, if you're going to do that, I don't really eat marshmallows that much because marshmallows are uh, gelatin, which is ground up pig bones. So, there's that. But I do, like now, I eat a fuck ton of broccoli. I eat a fuck ton of bell peppers, spinach. I stay away from iceberg lettuce because it doesn't have shit for you. It doesn't. It's just fucking water in the form of a leaf. Spinach is a little bit of the same thing, but it has a lot of iron in it. And then for protein, a big thing for protein would be cauliflower and then uh, before you switch over and start adding soy like um, tofu and shit into your diet make sure that you're not fucking allergic uh, when we started doing that we started going heavy into the tofu because we made the mistake of going to beans first and beans just get you fat we both got huge i was almost up to 300 pounds now i'm back up down to 214 so we switched that to soy i didn't know this and she didn't know this but my girl was is fucking allergic to soy so after like three months, she was covered in fucking itchy hives that would not go away. Not go away. So we had to wait a little bit and wean her off of soy. And it went away. So now we know that soy is bad for her. I'll still eat it and drink it like soy milk. Soy milk and uh, peanut butter whiskey and ice in a blender is fantabulous. It's a, a peanut butter shake that will get you drunk. It's fucking so good. But yeah, eating healthy like that extends your life because um, beef and shit like that has carcinogenics and all that nasty shit in it. And nowadays they pump so much crap into all that all that meat because they need, they need it to grow fat. They need the cows, the chickens, and the pigs to grow faster and be bigger and be fatter. And a lot of the ways to do that is with hormones and like steroids and shit in their food. So you're doing that. Um, what do you think that's doing to you when you eat it? nothing good and they also did a recent study that when um cows are being mistreated in a farm or whatever their stress levels are really high they release a lot of cortisone or cortisol into their system and their meat is flooded with this fucking chemical of cortisol or cortisol and then you get to see you yes you do cook some of it out but you still eat it Essentially, uh, this is going to sound crazy, but essentially what you're doing is eating the animal's fear and stress. 
What the fuck do you think it's doing to you? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm like, oh, this motherfucking PETA sucking blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. All I'm saying is you need to be careful and mindful of what you're eating. Um, if you are going to eat beef and stuff like that, maybe limit it a little bit and see how it works. You know, an another thing I've done pretty bad. It's National Donut Day, so I had like a little pack of donuts with my with my son but most of the time i don't eat none of that bullshit like sugar fucks me up now because i don't i don't fucking eat it um i used to love cup of noodles like you know the stupid little cup of noodles where you add hot water i had one earlier or later or earlier tonight just because i wanted something to munch on and i was like man i looked at my girl i was like man i remember these things tasting better she's like yeah i'm like now it tastes like fucking shit she's like oh i'm aware i'm aware it's just stuff like that and fast food i don't eat fast food so um, even if i were to like i love french fries whenever i get a french fry i eat it and i'll eat like two or three and then i just feel like the grease on my face of because i just, I just don't eat that shit i eat fucking clean like super fucking clean <laughs> yeah so that you should look into this some healthy healthier eating and stuff if not hey that's fine and when I, I I'm not being an asshole when I say that. What I what I mean by that is, it's totally fine. There's no there's no judgment or anything like that underneath it. Okay, I'm just saying if that is the choice that you want to do, fucking live your life, enjoy that shit, and eat all that fucking yummy delicious food to your heart's content. But just know that some of those things come with consequences. You want to eat bacon? Fine. Do all that shit. But please, for the love of God, if you're eating stuff like that, you're exercising. Otherwise, it's going to fucking kill you. It's just, that's just the nature of the beast. It will fucking kill you. Whew. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean, I don't mean to get on that soapbox or whatever, but I think more people need to be more aware of the things and the shit that they're pumping into their fucking body because it's it's killing you like mcdonald's the people from mcdonald's came out and said that their food is not fit for human consumption but they still sell it and they'll continue to sell it because people fucking buy it but all that stuff bam everything that i've talked about tonight goes back to your mind and your body if you eat like shit it's going to affect your body Eating like shit also affects your mind in more ways than you know. So, in conclusion to what I'm saying, you guys should fucking try to eat a little healthier than what you're doing now. Exercise, for the love of God, exercise. And maybe try to practice meditating. Because who knows, maybe the next brilliant fucking Einstein will be you. And you'll be able to tell the secret to somebody that it wasn't my idea. I was meditating and I just got the idea. Wouldn't that be fucking cool if that was you? I know this episode of After Dark has been a little bit chill and a little bit more laid back and less controversial than uh, last week's. Last week was fucking livid. Or not livid, but last week was lit. I talked about some BDSM shit. Um, I think for the next episode, guys... I will bring my little bag of toys 
as far as for like BDSM and all that stuff. And I'll show you guys um, stuff from my personal shit that I use uh, when I'm doing my Dom sub roleplay. So look forward to that. You'll be like, man, I don't want to see that shit. It's really cool. And yeah, I got some items that are really shitty and they're cheap, but I got them. Me and my girl got them um, when we were still new. So we're like, oh yeah, we want to do this because we found out that we we're like, when it, when it comes to that stuff, we're very on the same page, which is awesome because it's a lot of fun. But at the same time, when you first get into it, you know, it's awkward. Trust me, it's still fucking awkward sometimes, especially if you don't do it all the time. So it's awkward. You want to ha you have this grand idea of what you want to do, but then you go to these stores, and these stores have shit. Like it looks cool, but it's like it's like a cheap, cheap like party favors. Um, if you want to go, if you want to dive headlong in some some of the shit, be prepared, guys. You're gonna have to drop some serious cash on some good shit. If you're okay with that cheap Walmart bullshit, that's okay. That's fine with me. I just don't like it. Because it doesn't, it doesn't uh, do and perform as well as I want to do. So yeah, next time I'll show you my little bag of tricks. We'll we'll talk about that shit. We'll talk about some other stuff. We'll talk about admiring the human body, male and female. Um, we'll talk about we can talk about more UFO shit. Um, honestly, I find that stuff super fucking interesting. But yeah. I'll go into that stuff and we'll talk about uh, whatever you guys want to talk about. I'll, I'm going to have a list of shit that I want to talk about. But yeah, tune in next Friday. Uh, you get to see my bag of tricks, guys. And it's going to be fucking great. And as always, hey, this is Havoc Bliss. After dark, I appreciate you guys stopping in and fucking staying late with me. Fuck, it's 1230, guys. You guys, man, you're like, man, just fucking old bastard. But anyways, like, fuck you. <laughs> Thanks you for coming. Thank you. For coming in and saying hello, talking, James, Quilbert, all you other silent motherfuckers out there that are watching. Or if you guys see this shit and I'm not online. Drop me a follow, guys. What's it going to do? If this is what you like, hit a follow and I'll see you next Friday. And we'll talk more. Alright, for all you fuckers that were here tonight, I love you. Everybody that sees this offline, if you actually get to this fucking part... Fuck you for not being here in when I was live, but I love you. Hit that follow button and turn on those notifications so you know next time that my that me Havoc Bliss goes live. I love you guys. This is Havoc Bliss after dark, and I'm saying good night. Yeah.